Hey there, this is Ben Sanders, lead pastor of Revelation. We are so honored that you've tuned in to our podcast today. Even if you're not a part of our Revelation family here in Frisco, Texas, I want to encourage you to connect with us on social media. Just search for Revelation Frisco on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also go to revelationfrisco.church to get to know us a little bit better and even plan a visit. It is my prayer today that this message brings you one step closer to Jesus. Let's jump into the message. Good morning, Revelation. Hallelujah. Just want to tell you, thank you, Pastor Ben, for this opportunity to serve in this capacity. And I praise the Lord for being able to speak to his people, and honor to my wife and my family, and to the people of God. I say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to the book of Mark chapter 8. I'm not going to be long at all today. Uh, let's go to Mark chapter 8, and we are going to pick it up at verse 22. Mark chapter 8, verse 22. Because we honor the Lord, we'll all stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. Mark chapter 8, verse 22. Then they came to Bethsaida, and some people brought a blind man to Jesus and begged him to touch him. Taking the blind man by the hand, he led him out of the village, and after spitting on his eyes and laying his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? And he looked up and said, I see people, but they look like trees walking around then again Jesus laid his hands on his eyes and the man stared intently and his sight was completely restored and he began to see everything clearly and he sent him to his home saying do not even enter the village you may be seated Taking the blind man by the hand, he led him out the village, and after spitting on his eyes and laying his hands on him, he asked him, do you see anything? Just for just a few minutes, I want to talk from the, to- uh, the topic. Uh, I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. One of the things I've always found encouraging about the Bible is that when you read about some of the characters and what happened in their lives and their testimonies, it's almost as if you are actually reading about yourself. Whether you're talking about stories like the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and how they were thrown in the fiery furnace. Or you're talking like King David and his most famous match with Goliath. 
or even stories such as woman, the woman with the issue of blood who fought through the crowd just to have a touch from Jesus by the hem of his garment. Or even if you're talking about Peter who stepped out on the, stepped off the boat onto the water by faith. You can always find yourself in one of these characters and, and, and just be encouraged by their stories. I believe God purposely and methodically had devout men put these accounts together as stories to tell us that no matter what situation you are facing, not only is God with us, but you will come out victorious. The more we come together, such as Revelation House and small groups, and and we gather here on Sundays, the Lord uses this gathering to to bring his word together, and we're able to uplift and encourage each other in the word. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And I've learned that if you are not careful, and if you don't read the word of the Lord, it is easy for Satan to manipulate you. One of the biggest things that Satan does is he works in isolation to get you to think that God doesn't care about you, gets you in isolation to think that you are going through pain, going through the suffering, that you are the only one going through this by yourself. But how many know that that is a lie? Because as Pastor talked about it, and I think it was like late last year around November, God uses stories, stories, God uses stories to help encourage and uplift. Yes, the scripture tells us in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, to be sober. One version says to be alert, be vigilant, meaning watchful, because your adversary, the devil, walks around roaring like a lion seeking who he may be devour, who he may devour. One of the things, uh, when, I, when I think about that, uh, I, I was watching an interview from um, the former heavyweight champion, Mike Tyson. And if you've never seen him fight, don't worry about it. Some, most of his opponents didn't either. <laughs> and if you were late to the fight, you didn't see it either. We, we all knew that once you get the popcorn ready, once you get whatever they ready that you were going to have, once you sit on the couch, get ready to look at the screen, the fight was over. I found it interesting because he said, in that interview, he said, it's not always the most powerful punch that is thrown in the fight that can knock you out, but it's the one that you don't see coming. In other words, it's, the, it's, it's not, the, it's not the, the, the blow that the opponent sees. It's not because if they see it, they can actually embrace for it. They have time to cover up. They have time to move, dodge. But it's the one hit that you cannot see. Have you ever been going throughout your day and maybe you're surprised by a phone call What do you mean that 
my loved one walked out on me. On. What do you mean that a loved one has just passed away? What do you mean that the relationship is not working? What do you mean that I, I, I'm getting ready to get laid off my job? It's not the most powerful punch in the fight, but it's always the one that you do not see coming. Some, for some of you, that may look like finances. I don't know if you've ever been through it, but I know I, that I have. Something you, you, you owe something, and it's like, wait a minute. I thought I paid that. What, what, what in the world happened? It's not always the fight. It's not always the punch in the fight, the most powerful one. It's always the one that you do not see coming. But today, I did not come to talk to you about anything that you may have been going through. Today, I didn't come to talk to you about finances that be, may have become missing from your pocket. I did not come today about, to tell you about relationships that might have been broken. I come today to tell you how God is getting ready to bless you when you least expect it. It says, then he came to Bethsaida, I'm sorry, and some people brought a blind man to Jesus and begged him to touch him. Here we have a case for Jesus in Mark chapter 8, and they brought a blind man and begged him, and Jesus took him by the hand. The first thing that you got to notice is that he didn't ask questions. He just followed. Yes. How many times do we got, Lord, why I got to go through this? Why this? Why, why, I gotta, why me, Lord? Why did you pick me? The man just followed. He was obedient. So the first touch was revelation. The first touch was revelation. The second thing that is that he led him out of the village. There are some people and places that you have out grown. Can I get a witness? Anybody say amen. Somebody. There are some people and some places that you have outgrown. So the second thing God is getting ready to do is is you're going to get ready to change location. You're getting ready to change location. Why? Because there are some things that God has for you specifically. So you can't go and you can't do it on this level, God is getting ready to raise you up in this time and in this season. The third thing, Jesus spits on his eyes. Now, if somebody's going to do something to me, we're going to be at eye level. I, I, I want to be able to see it coming. If you're going to be that, if you're going to spit on me, I want to see your face after it lands. And then we're going to go from there. But Jesus picks a blind man. He didn't see it coming. Why? Because if he would have seen it coming, he would have missed his blessing. He would have been able to move out the way. He moved them from other people, moved him from out of the village because they would have been, hey, 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 he's getting ready to spit on you. He would have missed his blessing. God told me to tell you. 
Your healing is coming in this season when you least expect it. You're not going to be able to see it coming. The Lord says some of you have been carrying a lot of hurt and a lot of pain, and it has caused depression. God is getting ready to heal you when you least expect it. The second thing is some of you have been going through physical ailments in your body. You didn't see it coming. The doctor told you, you got something going on that we're picking up on the scan. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a family member that is going through some type of sickness. The Lord told me to tell you this morning, he's getting ready to heal you when you least expect it. People that, you, that have doubted you for years, God is getting ready to do something for you special. They don't see it coming. You didn't even see it coming because you doubted yourself. You doubted yourself. God is saying, I'm getting ready to heal you. I'm getting ready to touch you. Why? Because there is something that he wants you to do. And there's somebody who is waiting for you to be healed. They can't. They're over here. And you're over here. You've got to be restored in this time because they're waiting on you. Yes. And it's a time for you to show up. Yes. You can't show up unless God touches you and that he's getting ready to do it yes, Lord. when you least expect it. Yes, Lord. God bless you. That's the way the Lord works, isn't yeah. it? Something, something struck me as you were talking about that I'd never thought about it. But the blind man, you ever seen a blind person? They don't walk around with their eyes closed, walk around with their eyes open. It's not able to focus on things. So when Jesus spit on him, he didn't even have the reaction to close his eyes like you or I would do. You ever, you have that happen? Sometimes I'm working on my grill and the, and the coals, they spark. And a, a little hot coal comes flying out straight at my eye. Or you're frying up some bacon in the morning and the grease pops. And, I mean, you know how fast it is. Before it can ever hit your eyeball, you close your eyes. Because your body does that to protect you. God's wonderful that way. He's made us that way. And when that happens, I say, oh, that hurt. Thank you, Jesus. That my eye closed. This blind man never saw it coming. Jesus' spit went right in his eyeball. <laughs> you know what's in your spit? Your DNA. That's it. That's it. The essence of who he was went right into the man's eyeballs. I need you. I need you to see. And it's going to happen because I'm going to give you part of myself. Didn't even see it coming. And some of you, sometimes we walk in so blind, don't we? So blind. Blinded by our week. 
blinded by our circumstance, blinded by our past, blinded by our preference, blind. And some of you go, I, I see just fine. I got wisdom. I got understanding all this. Oh, I assure you, there's something in your life in which you have a blind spot. Yeah. And when the Lord starts moving, take you by surprise. But it's a good surprise. Surprise. You can see. Some people will get offended by that. Some, sometimes it may feel like when you get spit in the face, you think that is offense. Sometimes people, they may not literally spit in your face, but they may spiritually spit in your face. You may be in a church even or in your family. Somebody says something to you. It come across the wrong way, and it's like they spit in your face. Maybe that was the Lord. You know the Lord will make you uncomfortable? He loves you enough to make you uncomfortable. If you, if you are somewhere and He needs you to move somewhere, He will make you uncomfortable. Not to hurt you, just to get you moving. Just to get you moving. And sometimes, some people are more than willing to be the ones that make you uncomfortable. They're just, they're blind. They hadn't been spit in yet. Some, sometimes it is a little bit offensive, and it causes us to go to see clearly. Oh, I, I see now. I see now. I'm not supposed to be here. I see now. I need to be over there. I see this person in a different light. That's what happened to the blind man. I saw him as I saw men as trees walking. That's a spiritual thing. That's a spiritual thing. Sometimes when the, when the Lord moves on you in a sudden way, your spiritual eyes are opened and you see people as they are. You have a spiritual awareness. And then the Lord says, now let me, let me get you where I want you to be. I don't know if you've ever had that happen before. I have. And it's really something. Because I promise you never ever see it coming. Yeah, you never do. Maybe that's you today. Maybe, maybe there's something that just, just landed. It's a very short message. So is spit. Maybe something just, just reached out and just landed on you today. It's like, wow, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? The next step is the Lord takes you and causes you to receive clearly what he has for you. Let's stand up.